Have you ever been in a meeting where someone pitches a brilliant idea and it completely sails over your head? You nod along, pretending to grasp it, but a few minutes later, you're utterly lost. Or maybe you're trying to build connections at that industry event, only to find the conversation fizzles out into awkward silence. We've all been there. The culprit? It's often our listening habits. Sure, we're present, but are we truly actively engaged. In today's episode, I want to challenge you to upgrade your active listening skills in the workplace. It's more than just hearing words, it's about showing respect, demonstrating your sharp intellect and making the most of every professional interaction. So how do we do it? Well, it starts with powerful and precise phrasing. Today, I'm sharing advanced level expressions to boost your active listening. Phrases that go way beyond the average, yeah, got it, or that makes sense. We'll cover everything from high pressure negotiations where laser focus is a must, right down to water cooler chats where building camaraderie is key. And most importantly, we'll touch on those pesky phrases that actually derail conversations and give off the wrong vibes. Are you ready to transform how you listen at work? Well, let's dive in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business English Podcast, helping professionals communicate more effectively, more confidently, and with impact. With your host, Rob, from Energetic English. Let's get down to business. Okay, we all know those active listening basics. Eye contact, nodding, maybe throwing in the odd, absolutely, for good measure. But for you, the advanced English learners who really want to shine in the workplace, we need to push past the average. Why? Well, let's break it down. First, think about how it feels when someone truly listens to you, not just waiting for their turn to speak, but clearly trying to grasp all the nuances, the meaning behind the words. Doesn't it feel validating, builds trust? That's what advanced active listening can do for your professional relationships. Now, for you non-native English speakers, it goes way deeper. These aren't just catchy phrases. It's your chance to demonstrate your English mastery in a real-world way, showing that you can absorb complex information and respond at a high level. That will get you noticed. Let's unpack this some more. When you use advanced active listening phrases, you signal deep focus. Instead of a blank stare, those specific questions demonstrate you're intently following the conversation and are invested in the outcome. It also builds respect. Your responses show you value what the other person says, even if you ultimately disagree. This is crucial in negotiations or sensitive discussions. It also improves clarity for yourself. Ever think you understand, then it unravels later? The right clarifying questions prevent miscommunications that can cause chaos down the line. Let's put a pin in that last idea, those clarifying questions. That's the secret sauce. And we'll dive into some killer examples next. All right, we've covered the why of advanced active listening. Now let's tackle the how in those make or break business moments. 
Think tough negotiations, tense presentations, where every word carries weight. Imagine a room where both sides are on edge. Miscommunication now could send the whole deal sideways. This is where showing laser-sharp focus via your phrasing builds huge trust and demonstrates your competence. Remember, it's not about constantly interrupting, but those well-placed, powerful questions and summaries. Let's explore some examples. Phrase one, that's an intriguing proposal. Could you walk me through how this impacts specific area of concern? That's an intriguing proposal. Could you walk me through how this impacts specific area of concern? So why does this one work? It targets a key element right away, shows respect for their idea, and guides the discussion back to your top priority. Phrase two, before we finalize, I'd like to revisit issue. To make sure I'm clear, are you proposing that we... Before we finalize, I'd like to revisit issue. To make sure I'm clear, are you proposing that we... Why it works. Preempting last minute confusion shows thoroughness. It politely puts the spotlight back on the non-negotiable point. Phrase three, it seems we have a differing perspective on point of contention. Let's break down our reasonings to find the best approach. It seems we have differing perspectives on point of contention. Let's break down our reasonings to find the best approach. Why does this one work? Well, it acknowledges disagreement without it getting heated. It suggests collaboration and keeps the focus on solutions. Now, the key here is picking your timing. You don't want to interject these phrases every two minutes. It's about choosing impactful moments, perhaps following their initial pitch or if a potential misunderstanding is starting to simmer. This tactic also works in presentations when you're on the receiving end. Think about Q&A time, for example, an investor presentation. How do you show you're truly engaged and processing their ideas? Let's say that someone's presented an ambitious growth strategy, but one major element raises a red flag. Instead of launching into a rebuttal, try this. Your emphasis on key goal is compelling. Could you elaborate on your plan to address obstacle in achieving this. Your emphasis on key goal is compelling. Could you elaborate on your plan to address obstacle in achieving this? So this one works because it validates their strong point, then raises a legitimate concern in a proactive, solution-focused way. And just a closing thought on these phrases. In those tense moments, think surgical with your language. Every question, every statement should have a specific purpose. Okay, we've tackled those heart-pounding negotiations. Now let's talk about something that might feel like the everyday encounters. Team meetings, progress calls with clients, those recurring check-ins with your manager. This is where many of us switch to autopilot with our listening, right? Uh-huh, right, that makes sense. 
Sound familiar? These may be less high pressure, but make no mistake, demonstrating active listening right here is what gets you remembered as a sharp collaborator and someone people trust to get things done. Let's look at some advanced active listening phrases for these scenarios. Phrase one, building on names suggestion, perhaps we could also explore. Building on names suggestion, perhaps we could also explore. This one works because it champions a colleague's idea, keeps the brainstorm flowing and subtly puts your own idea forward without a but. Phrase two. I appreciate your thorough rundown. Just to confirm, the next steps are... I appreciate your thorough rundown. Just to confirm, the next steps are... So why does this one work? This shows you processed all the info. It prevents misunderstandings that waste time later and demonstrates accountability. Phrase three. That's an interesting take on the project. Would you mind expanding on how this aligns with overarching goal? That's an interesting take on the project. Would you mind expanding on how this aligns with overarching goal? So this one works because it shows respect for someone's idea, but gently steers it back to the core project objectives. Now a pro tip here, in client calls, these types of phrases help you dig deeper into what they really need. Not just a surface level request, but the root problem their organization is facing. That allows you to be a problem solver, not just an order taker. Let's say a client seems dissatisfied with a recent deliverable. Try this. I understand your concerns. To provide an optimal solution, could you walk me through what success would look like here? I understand your concerns. To provide an optimal solution, could you walk me through what success would look like here? So why does this one work? Well, it validates their frustration, shifts the focus forward, and helps you uncover their true desired outcome. Now think of these less as scripts and more as a way to structure your thoughts in the moment. The more naturally you work them in, the better those connections on your team or with clients will be. We all know those workplace stars who just seem to click with everyone, from the interns right up to senior management. While charisma does play a role, active listening is often their secret weapon. After all, who doesn't love feeling genuinely heard? Casual chats are your training ground to practice being that standout colleague. The tricky part here is balance. You want to show interest and connection, not turn the water cooler chat into an inquisition. Let's look at some advanced level expressions. Phrase one, that project sounds ambitious. Could you tell me a bit more about your role in it? That project sounds ambitious. Could you tell me a bit more about your role in it? This one works because it shows genuine interest in their work achievements, opening the door for them to share and feel valued. Phrase two, that's a really insightful perspective. Has your experience with field always shaped your thinking this way? That's a really insightful perspective. Has your experience with field always shaped your thinking this way?
So why does this one work? Well, it complements their intellect, invites personal stories that build rapport, and you might learn something useful too. Phrase three, I hadn't considered that angle. Tell me what led you to that conclusion. I hadn't considered that angle. Tell me what led you to that conclusion. This one works because it shows open-mindedness, validates their opinion, and gets them excited to share their thoughts on the process. Now, a note on sincerity here. These aren't tricks. If you're simply faking interest, people will pick up on that. The true goal is to find authentic moments of curiosity about your colleagues. Even small talk about weekend plans can be a springboard. Maybe their hobby leads to a great conversational point. For that one, use this phrase. Hobby has always intrigued me. If I wanted to give it a go, any tips for a beginner? Hobby has always intrigued me. If I wanted to give it a go, any tips for a beginner? So why does this one work? Well, flattery, at least a little bit. But it also shows you're paying attention to their outside interests and positions them as an expert. Not to mention, you may start a great non-work chat. Now, these might seem minor, but that's kind of the point. It's not about dominating those lunchtime chats. It's about letting others shine while subtly revealing your respect and willingness to learn from them. This builds that know, like, and trust factor that really matters. Want to get really pro? Think about how these phrases build off things the person has said. That's next level connection building right there. Okay, now we've covered the awesome stuff, let's go in the opposite direction. Think back. Have you ever walked away from a conversation with that icky, did they hear a word I said feeling? There's a good chance the other person used one of these red flag phrases. Phrase one. Actually, let's say a colleague proposes an idea. Actually, followed by a nitpicky correction. It instantly diminishes their contribution and subtly puts you in a one-up position. It's rarely needed. Better alternatives exist, like... Interesting point. Building on that, could we also consider... Interesting point. Building on that, could we also consider... Phrase two. Let me stop you there. Unless there's a fire, literal or metaphorical, this almost always creates tension. If you truly must steer things back, consider... Hold that thought for a moment. Before we get there, perhaps we could address... Hold that thought for a moment. Before we get there, perhaps we should address... Phrase three. No, what I meant was... This screams, you misunderstood me. Instead, try reframing. Use, let me put this another way. Let me put this another way. Or, to expand on my earlier point, to expand on my earlier point, this maintains everyone's sense of competency. Phrase four. I already know that. Ouch. Even if true, this shuts down knowledge sharing and insults the other person. Even experts can gain fresh insights when things are explained anew. Try these instead. Right, and let's see how that factors into... 
Right, and let's see how that factors into is a much better approach. And one that you might not be thinking about, the flat. Okay, said without genuine enthusiasm, this tells people you're checked out. It's often our default after someone finishes speaking, but a pause before a more detailed response is far more powerful. Now, we all occasionally fumble over words. Sometimes even the best active listeners accidentally blurt out one of these. The key is awareness. Start monitoring your language, catch yourself using these, then gradually substitute in their positive counterparts from earlier in the podcast. The difference in how others perceive you will be amazing. Well, we have covered a lot of ground today. Whether you're caught up in high-stakes negotiations, a routine team meeting, or just grabbing coffee with a colleague, the nuances of how you listen shape the whole dynamic. Let's do a quick recap of the key takeaways today. Number one, precision matters. Generic listening gets generic results. Specific advanced phrases show focus, build respect, and make you the one people actually want to work with. Number two, scenario selection. Tailor your phrasing to the situation. Negotiations require laser-sharp questions. Team meetings benefit from collaborative phrases, while an informal chat is your chance to build genuine rapport. And finally, bad habits die hard. Be on the lookout for those turn-off phrases that sneak into the best communicator's vocab. Awareness is, of course, the first step. Let's be real. This takes practice. Don't expect to nail it instantly. Think of it like going to the gym for your professional mind. Start small. Commit to using just one or two of these advanced active listening phrases per day this week. See what difference it makes. You may be surprised by the new opportunities or positive vibes those subtle shifts create. Thanks for tuning in to the Business English Podcast. Until next time, stay sharp, stay engaged, and of course, keep it strictly business. You have been listening to the Business English Podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and we'll see you next time.